Eleni. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Hey, y'all. With uh, sirens playing in the background here. Since we're covered in ash. This is ridiculous. Nothing a little aquaphora won't fix this. All right. I was about to say, wow, God just opened up the, the sky already, but that's not what people want to hear at the top of the episode. So, I mean, I mean, I've been saying, I've been saying that for weeks because it's exactly, like, which is why they don't want to hear it now because they're probably like, hey, y'all shut up. I mean, you want to hear from us or you want to wait for the trumpet to sound? Which one you want to hear first? All right. <laughs> right, wait till you see. Do you see people getting raptured? Surprise! <laughs> you see, you you see him coming on a horse from the on the sky, like dang, shit, looks classy, black. Yup. <laughs> I said a couple weeks ago on Twitter, I'm like, if God wants to end the world, just say that. Like, if that's what He want to do, just say that. Like, it's like we already got one thing going on. I feel like He just He overdoing it. Like, I feel like the plot can't keep thickening. You know what I'm saying? He was like, okay, that's probably gonna thicken with, with eight C's. Thick. Yeah. Can't even pass on her. Okay. <laughs> you know what I, mean? <laughs> I was about to say, let's do the intermission. First of all, we already did it, and that's not what comes next. So, <laughs> glad we're on 99. Still can't figure out our show. Right. Well, we on 99, period. 99 and a half. Well, do. What I'm running, trying to make mm, 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 mm. Um, some of them church songs hit so hard. Like y'all really not to go off like that. <laughs> not in the kitten heels. Okay, what's the news? All right. <laughs> All right, so um, big exciting news. Um, people have flocked to a church in Germany, which great that they can do that. Um multiple of them. Yeah, imagine going to church. The right. rest of the world has gone, except for us. Right. So Funny how we need um, the most repenting. So, What's exciting happening at that church? A chord change. Um, so, John Cage's As Slow As Possible um, oh piece had its first chord change in seven years. Um, the piece started 19 years ago with Rachel. a... <laughs> I hate y'all so much. <laughs> the stuff y'all get away with. This on, you. this on top of 433. On <laughs> top of. He, he has really he has really he, pulled the rug over y'all's eyes. <laughs> like y'all. Y'all have been dumb. Like y'all have. Yeah. I don't You've even know what to say to you. You've been had. That's what I'm looking for. Like. And we really. It's really chapters and books dedicated to this dude. And he really making millions off of <laughs> not music. It began 19 years ago. Well, you know, it began 19 years ago with a pause that lasted 18 months. Um, great. Um, so the <laughs> the next scheduled chord uh, change oh. is hmm. is um actually pretty soon. It's February 5th, 2022. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll be allowed in Germany by then. 
Um, Germany probably will still be there by 2022. The the piece is actually set to end in uh, 2640, which don't know if we'll be seeing that year. But um, 2640, 2640. I hate him. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe this. I can. White men get away with anything. <laughs> if I went to, if I went to East when I was like, you know what, y'all, I got a concert for a piece, right? We four minutes, thirty three seconds. The music is the noises you hear in the room. It's just silence. Other than that, they were like, look at this black girl just trying to get away with things. Look, no. It's just music. You're just tacit. It's what? what it is. You're just tacit for the whole thing. Yeah. I'm going to tell... Actually, you know what? I should put this on my recital. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. I will talk to your teacher about that. I'm going to put 433 on my recital, and I'm going to put this one, too. So you went to 2640? Actually, no, because it started 19 years ago. So, um, I actually would recommend that because now you now the, the clause that you have to complete your recital... To graduate now, you graduated in 3748, looking dumb. <laughs> looking dead, girl. You're gonna be more than dead. You're gonna look like what's that? you gonna be what's that, grandma SpongeBob with the cho- chocolate? That's what you're gonna be looking like when you get your degree. They're gonna be rolling you across the stage. <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. I hate it here. Y'all get away with whatever. That is hilarious, though. I just can't. And you know what? I wonder what is the... I'm going to look up what is the protocol for this. Because, obviously, the same... Like, who is in charge of, like, oh, dang, we got to ring the, the organ. And what if you miss your entrance? <laughs> then when, you got to start and, over. <laughs> and then, like, like, who's in charge of that? And then, like, what's the system for passing it off? Because it's going to have to get passed off to somebody. Yeah, you can you look know? it up, but trust me. You're... They... These people take classical music way too seriously. Ain't nobody missing the entrance. Y'all take classical music seriously, but you playing as, as slow as possible? <laughs> okay. It's a double standards for me. <laughs> you know I advocate not for not taking classical music as seriously as a lot. Like, not, like, in general, but, like, you know. Like, take your, your studies seriously, but, like, you know, we be joking around here talking about, uh, what we say? Prokofiev got a lace front and... Like <laughs> wait 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 who we say had a lace Prokofiev you said that you said what you say you said um it was a long time ago you were like what lace <laughs> you said that and you said um that Bayang Shostakovich oh because that, that Bayang, Bayang was late okay <laughs> so you know what go ahead then he bumped them in period that's where y'all got it from. Let me go look Jeez. at him. But there is a, a performance, uh, uh, like a edited down one that can last between twenty to seventy minutes. So I'm not going to listen to some a chord for seventy minutes. No, it's not like one chord. Like the the piece is multiple chord, like they change, but this one is stretched out over like decades but there's a edited mm. down version where it's the same notes but it's just not like it it's scrunched together so it's like 20 to 70 minutes 
Somehow that doesn't sound any more appealing. <laughs> Should listen to it. Um, I'm mad. There's a whole chart here. So, it began on September 5th, 2001. Um, but there was nothing. It, that was just when it started because it's a rest. So, who said it when it started? With. Well, because it was a rest. Right, but who started the rest? I don't know. They count. One, what, what's what's the time signature? Let me guess. There isn't one. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. Um, I'm mad. Really, six hundred and thirty-nine years. And why six thirty-nine? Oh, because um, it says. Oh. No, there's actually a reason. Yeah. Um, the duration was chosen to commemorate the first documented documented uh, permanent organ installation in 1361 in the Halberstadt Cathedral, which is where the the organ that they're playing this on is in Germany, um, which was 639 years before the start date of the piece. Imagine you walking around with a new heart and this is the piece they got at your ceremony. All right. Um... Yeah. So it started with silence on September 5th, 2001, and then the first note rang on February 5th, 2003. Um, but, like, at yeah. what time? You know, I'm going to look into this. I'm so lost. <laughs> like, at what <laughs> time and, and who starts? Too. I'm mad. Y'all really came out almost two years later for G sharp, B, G sharp, and that was it. And then come back in a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Meanwhile, he wrote that piece like, these dummies really finna buy this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that trickster. It's art, dummy. You don't get it? <laughs> Ooh, that trickster. Um, that, what, do you, what do you call that? I'm trying to think of what is it? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm trying to think. It's like something from a cartoon that people that people say, but I can't remember what it is. But um, okay. Next, have some some good news. One of our former black ex. <laughs> not that. <laughs> not that his little piece was no good news. <laughs> <laughs> not like it wasn't bad news, but we weren't like. It was interesting news. Um, to you. Okay, not I'm interesting. Kidding. Like I want to learn more. I'm kidding. Well, actually, no, I did want to learn more because I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna look it we up. Both... I'm, I'm just playing. I'm being rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay, interesting news, but some good news. Um, one of our former Black Exile, Jonathan Rush. Oh he's yeah, named, he's just been named assistant conductor at the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra. Period. Period. We should uh freaking link that black excellence when uh we we just talking about that black excellence. Right. Yeah, we were just talking about it because we was being extra, which of course it's us. I mean apparently not, because now he is just a conductor, so exactly. So you know, <laughs> happen. Basically y'all need if you wanna if you want your career to have a blessing, you need to be a black excellence. You heard it here first. Listen, Jonathan was black excellence twenty eighteen. 2018, 2019. At the top of 2019. That was our New Year's episode. Yeah. And look, a year later, he is a conductor. You heard it here first, folks. 
You heard it here first. You better write it in. And um, he was talking about in his Instagram. He posted on his Instagram, which um, is John Rush Conductor, if you want to follow him. But um, he was talking about how people were saying that his career, like they were giving him pushback and his career as a conductor was like, it was like too ambitious and um, just focus on um, being a teacher because, you know, it's a he said a silly dream. People said it was a silly dream. Yeah, yeah okay. now they all looking dumb and they all I'm telling you, every time there's always gonna be one teacher, there's always going to be one teacher that will look dumb. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm telling you, keep doing I don't know who needs to hear this. Keep doing what you're doing, keep working hard, keep putting bow to string, lips to whatever y'all be doing, like keep Okay. Whatever. <laughs> okay, two music degree. Mouthpiece, <laughs> Katie. Uh-uh, cause I was trying to say, like, I want to put the vocalist in there, too. Oh. Mouth to but, you air. know. Yeah. It's a mask. Yeah, it's a mask. You know they sing it with masks on? Yeah, Probably for the foreseeable future. So. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're in Florida. But, um. <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, though. Honestly, like. There's going to be a. I've heard, I've heard a lot of stuff over the years. Not, not no blatant, like, Katie, you suck. But, like, you, you will make a fantastic teacher and. If you do, if you do that, you gonna be able to focus on teaching. Yeah, yeah. You just keep doing what you're doing, baby. Um, which you already do, and play viola. So, like, a lot of people, a lot of people, they project onto you, or they don't. They have a limited view of what you are capable of, and they will look stupid every time. I promise you, they will look stupid every time. Just keep, just keep going. Like as long as you are doing good work and you are trying your absolute best, like there is no, and that sound really dumb, especially like I feel like this time last year I would have hated to hear advice like this. So it, I guess it just depends on where you are in your journey. But like, it, honestly, if you consistency really is just what it what it is. Like the people that doubt you will look stupid every single time. I got a girl in my DMs right now talking about how proud she she is of me. I'm like, you are. Cause I remember when we went to when we went to undergrad, it was a completely different, it was a completely different thing. So <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, keep doing. And I'm proud of, and I hope I hope the next thing the next thing is associate conductor, and the next thing is a music director. Like Jonathan will keep going. Period. It will be thing after thing after thing. And that person that said it to him, the people that said that will continue to look stupid. Like it was right. the sky is a limit to anybody, to anyone. Now they now they in his DMs begging for comp tickets. Right. Exactly. And now he they're gonna be talking said, about oh you know my you know my student Jonathan you know he's a music director at Chicago Symphony. <laughs> Now, you better in the security asking, "Hey John, you know?" Nah, man. Uh, Jonathan, is, <laughs> Jonathan is very godly. Yeah. He will. Yeah, I was just about to say. <laughs> he will. Jonathan is very nice, and he's very safe. But when those people came for us on Twitter, he texted us <laughs> <laughs> and very trifling. He was he's like, still we ride at dawn. Like, <laughs> you know, he got another side. I mean, I'm saved too, but I still, God's still working on me. I still, I, one thing about me, I'm finna have attitude. So, I was gonna say, like, I mean, I'm saved all I, said, I want, but you gonna get this mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Right. You're not gonna talk to me anyhow. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. 
Look, look, and this is what happens when nobody even said nothing to her. Look at, look at her. <laughs> Already mad. Ain't nobody said nothing to me. I have an attitude problem. I'm just gonna admit that. At my big age, I got an attitude problem. I don't care. Yes, I lift holy hands, and I will lift this holy mouth too. Do not try me. Try your mama. <laughs> no, oh man. God. Yeah. Listen, that's my. That's one of my favorite lines because sometimes God's still working on me. Listen. Because he is. So, God's still working on me, and they working on me. about He working on me just about as fast as they playing that chord. So, you're going to get this work. You're going to get this work. Anyway. Do not try me, okay? Because it's unnecessary. And I, that's what I hate about <coughs> how, how Christians and non-Christians interact with other Christians. Because you think, like, oh, you can just say... Nah! Yeah, he got the right right one the wrong day. I'm already I'm lit and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Uh uh-uh. uh. You gonna get this word. But Jonathan, Jonathan will be backstage. I'm like, mm, I don't know what um mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be like, go back and ask them where they from. Like, oh yeah, she she know you from Illinois State. Mmm. <laughs> University? Don't ring a bell. I think there's still tickets left to buy. That's right. Look, this is something that people say on Twitter so trifling. They'd be like, um, people be like, um, oh, thanks for buying that. I know you barely had that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so rude, bro. <laughs> I just hate, like, one thing I'm, one thing about me is, like, I really hate, I'm just a sidetrack, but. I hate people who doubt other people. Like, I'm very happy that you got those people in your studio that can play the violin frontwards and backwards, and you just know they're going to be on somebody's stage. You just know, you just know, you just know. But that, like, counting the underdog thing out is very annoying because have you learned nothing from the tortoise and the hare? It's like they've been teaching you this since grammar school. Like, literally since your inception, you've been taught not to doubt the underdog. And... That's why people, people, Cardi B comes up later in this episode, but people like be like, Katie, what you like Cardi for? I'm like, the, one of the main reasons why I like Cardi is, is her story. Like y'all thought, y'all said like, oh, she can't do this. Oh, she can't rap. Da-da-da. Cardi makes millions of dollars. <laughs> like millions. I saw her going back and forth with some bra that I'm not going to say her name um, on this show. And she was going back and forth on Twitter and she was like, why wouldn't people value my opinion when it comes to politics when I pay millions in tax dollars? I said, period, Cardi, because people said you wasn't going to make it. Okay. Is the news over? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, no, no. It's no. Not actually not. I'm over here thinking, yeah, what's she going to say? <laughs> um, no, but just real quick, we have that thing coming out where it would have come out already by the time this thing um airs but yeah we put together a little playlist which we do i guess in part every week for the beast of the week but we put together a little playlist um for i care if you listen they're doing a series called uneven measures which is um based on the um centennial of the ratification of the 19th amendment which was this year which supposedly gave all women the right to vote but as we know um there were many women who in fact could not vote so they've asked a couple of um there's all types of um, women, non-binary people. Um, they said some men who are like advocates of women also um, put together some uh, playlists. But 
we did one together so i will link that in the description so y'all can check it out because it's cute yeah i want to say they're not really really cute period all right yeah that's it <laughs> hey y'all <laughs> okay so it's time for intermission if you notice a change in quality because this portion is on zoom because i'm about to do a little activity with delaney i want to be able to see her face because it's part of the the, the drill is the footages that's part of me the footages turn out good i would put this clip on ig so we're gonna play a little game called do not react um i've been on tiktok a lot lately do not recommend and waste all your time um and it's where there's popular songs or whatever that play and you cannot react so I have compiled a bunch of songs that Delaney and I mutually like because I think we have similar taste in music, but then we diverge. Uh, you go to old school, I go to rap, and rap still. Um, but there's stuff that are similar that we like. So I've compiled a list of songs that I will play. You are not allowed to lip sync. You're not allowed to dance. You're not allowed to nod your head, okay? No lip syncing, syncing, also singing, it's syncing. No lip syncing, no dancing, no head nodding, okay? I have about, I think, 13 songs. Pick, okay? Um, I'm thinking, what do you want to do? Do you want to do like first one to nod or whatever loses, or do you want to do like a point system? What do you want to do? All or nothing or like point? Oh, so like a kind of like a, like strikes then. Like strikes, yeah. Okay. Which one? We do that one. Do, do strikes? How many strikes? Three. Okay. Or or I could just do all of them, but and just whoever has the most slots. Okay, so whoever breaks one of these rules, the most. Okay, I of course I know what the songs are, but I was putting it together. I'm like, this is gonna be so difficult. Listen, okay, um, music. I can I cannot listen to sitting still. So let's see. Okay, so I'm just gonna say it again. If you're when you're listening, you can play along with us. So no lip syncing, no dancing, no head nodding. Okay. Let me find my little list, and we about to get into it. We gonna get into the what's good with the what's good. I feel my skin crawling. My skin crawling. And the fact this is really not good. You really went off on this one, you need Oh, I'm in 
What you say? Everything I usually do when I listen to that song, I do in my head. I used to listen to that song every morning when I woke up. First, thing. it gets worse, so just so you know. First of all, I'm gonna get struck here, but I'll see. I'm so sure. My body got rid of them touches. Switch to the touches. I can put a ball in the end zone. Put a bat. And I thought it was, I thought of breaking. Jesus, be a fence. I can't. I love him so much. You suck. You're not gonna break me, Katie. I broke, so I'm hoping that you do too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely in the control control. What I have, I just want to be over. He went off with the when the wood went to the thing when the like when they right here. Okay. So okay, my whole lower half twerking right now. You can't see. <laughs>
Dropped it right there. <laughs> okay, we both. 
Listen. Oh, yeah. I was so no. I was trying. But I could not let that moment pass. Every ad lib in that song, so that was funny. I made it though. Too, too hard about it. Um, that was way hard. I saw people doing it on TikTok. I'm like, you really can't just sit there. Like, you really can't just sit there. 
And then I said, <laughs> it's hard, especially when you know, like, ooh, nah, ooh, I know every word and apple. <laughs> All right, you ready? Uh-huh. Well, let me sit, let me sit, let me sit, let me sit, let me sit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to start from no state. Okay. I'm just going to pick. Okay. so mean. And just for that, I don't make Every day, but almost. 
Almost. I'm surprised I maintained. The one that surprised me, let me turn my volume down. The one that surprised me was, was ooh, like, I can't believe I sent through that. And just think, listen. Also, some people know there's video of us somewhere. We, we, we break out in the song randomly wherever we go. Like, remember that one time that's like, we were dancing and no music was playing? <laughs> we were talking about Connecticut. I, yeah, I think we were at the hotel and I think one of us just started going like, like to a beat in our head and then the other one started and then we were just like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Man, stop. I really might as well play at the beginning of this episode. I mean, at the beginning of that should be the classic black. It's like our anthem. It's song, yeah, it's song. It's not melody from heaven. But well, I would, Chris Franklin really like. Wow, Chris Franklin's elite man. Elite. How many did you pick? Thirteen. Well, I picked thirteen. It was supposed to be more, but I was out of time. But yeah, I did 13. Well, I guess it was 14 because of a tiebreaker. I feel like if I if I just maintain composure on Jack Carlo, Jack Carlo, I would not have lost. But like, man, next song was popping. Don't mind me just watching. Man, put it in the friend zone. <laughs> well, y'all, hope you played along with us. And we are. Moving on. All right, to the topic this week. Um, fun, fun, fun. Terribleness happening once again. Um, no, so we actually changed the topic of this episode earlier today mm-hmm. um, amid some disappointing news uh, that came uh, through today. If you're in the circle of like black classical musicians, I'm <coughs> sure you heard it. Um, but earlier today, we learned that um, friend of the show and guest on the show, Black Excellence, if you listen to this show, you probably listen to his, uh, Garrett McQueen was, um, he was fired from American Public Media um, earlier today as we're recording this episode. Um, so there are several things to talk about in relation to this. Um, and, you know, there's an article about it that I will link in the description, and that's what kind of even made me text Katie and be like we should talk about this and these issues um connected to it because because of that article because I was like we're not gonna now we talk about his business on the air but you know article about it and he did an interview and stuff so um I'm gonna talk a little bit about the events leading up to um everything that happened um so a couple weeks ago it was actually on August 25th um Garrett got taken off of the air um, and he was given a couple of warnings, um, and a couple of meetings too. Um, one was about, uh, a need to improve communication. And the other one was, um, for switching out their, uh, some scheduled pieces, uh, to play pieces that he felt were more appropriate to the moment and more diverse. So when we're thinking about like what's appropriate for the moment, just for context, I mean, Garrett is working for American Public Media, but more specifically Minnesota um, Public Radio, which, uh, as y'all know, Minnesota has been 
there's been a lot of unrest in Minnesota since the murder of George Floyd. So, um, when he's playing, he's playing pieces that he feels are relevant, um, to what's going on because literally he, not only are people who are listening, living through it, but he is living through it quite, quite vividly. Like Mm -hmm. he literally said, um, and then this is a quote and let's face it with the with the killing of george floyd and all those things there is a lot of pressure for me to engage the audience while that's happening i'm on the air literally while the third precinct is being burned down so it's my responsibility to make sure that the programming spoke to that and that's what i did period exactly and and the thing is like you have the people who listen to the radio station who are what the radio station is made for for people to listen to it our are um asking him to talk about this and asking um him to weigh in because Garrett obviously has this reputation of um of speaking on these issues and having a lot to say and a lot of good things to say um about these issues and so yeah he was given he was given those uh warnings after being taken off the air on August 25th and then today which is September 10th um he announced that he had been let go um and i know that we would we we were aware like you know the whole taking off the air thing we were aware of that like kind of in real time but i don't think anybody expected all of this yeah i didn't think much of it when he said i was like oh okay yeah because you're not like you're be shaking the table right you know as the table the table needs to be shaken shaken at this point we don't even need a freaking table like y'all be here trying to bolt the table to the ground actually what y'all need to do let's just take a chainsaw to it then right yeah so we're gonna talk a little bit about a couple of issues related to this um situation and some of the things that um are at play here so what this whole situation kicked up in me was like a a feeling I've been having for a couple of um a couple of months now and that has been like how how difficult it is to make effective change from the inside so and I, I think what really kicked this up in me was the was the was the murders that we've been witnessing like It'll be all these black police officers have been like on social media and stuff like that. And they'll be like, oh, you know, I joined the police force to make a difference in my community. And it's like, I think that's like really cute and stuff, but I don't see why you thought you would be able to make change in in a system that is literally racist from its inception. Like you can't, you cannot change a system like that. And that might be like a, a dark thought to have, but like, honestly, the you have to like put all that like cute stuff away like it really it's just the reality of it like you can't you cannot change it it's it's not i'm not saying you cannot but it's really difficult to change something um from the inside and you see this is a this is a when we're talking about like everyone trying to be on the right side of history and it's like okay we're looking at garrett who had who has really like forward thinking ideas and and wants to bring awareness to certain things and wants to be like hey y'all classical music is really white here are some other composers that y'all continue to ignore and it's like no 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 no. we don't want you to do that like we want you to play these things we want you to do these things and it's like when he wanted to change from the inside 
it's like oh no we can't have that and now it's like oh we have to let him go and it's like it's not even and i know i was looking through some of the comments and it was like oh well he wasn't following he wasn't following some the rules and stuff like that i'm like let's pull over and let's talk about some of the rules that y'all got like these rules that they have are are set in place so that the structure doesn't change which is why it's difficult to change from the inside because the structure is set up so that change doesn't happen and it really gets me to thinking about like if you if I really get into my thoughts about like how frustrating it is to be a classical musician right now because your best bet it seems is just to go along with the okie doke because the more you realize like wow y'all really not programming black people whiteness is really the default like when I got here what's the first piece we got we get assigned but a Beethoven trio you know what I'm saying like that's just like the that's just the default, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's just the way the system is. So you either rock with it or you have to have your own stuff, but there's not really too much of an in-between because it's really difficult to make effective change from the inside. And it's like, yeah, people people do that, but you either got to shake the table, you either got to dismantle the table, or you rock with it. That's just that's just what it is. What, what are your thoughts on that? The And the thing that's very irritating about um about thing like when things like this happen when someone is trying to make change it's because like okay so in the in the scenario with the police officers like the police have never ever really shown much of a desire to stop murdering black people but these organizations enjoy that part uh, these organizations look you dead in your face and say Black Lives Matter and we're we're wholeheartedly dedicated to diversity and inclusion and, and we are an equitable uh, organization and we got y'all, we this and we that, and we, you know, all of that bold faced lying to you because it's, a, it's totally different because you have then you have somebody who goes in there and has been reassured time and time again that y'all want to change and y'all y'all want to improve y'all mm-hmm. y'all want to change the way that y'all operate and in, in, in the structures that you have in place but then when they actually do it it's a problem but when if y'all want brown people doing the same thing y'all was doing before just say that i'm saying like everything everything they do everything they do is performative because imagine like you bring you bring someone like Garrett on. And then also, you know how I know, <laughs> you know how I know they really don't care? Like how I know they really don't care? In the face of everything that's going on and with with everything that's happening right now, injustices towards black people being highlighted, everyone's trying to scrape together some type of DEI plan that y'all not finna use anyway. Everybody hiring and outsourcing some type of expert to come and figure out how y'all could be less racist. Y'all trying to scrimmage and find the name of one black composer who's not Florence Price to program on the season and throw it in there. Like y'all trying to, y'all are scraping for dear life. How can we not look racist? In the face of all of that, you still fire him. Y'all don't care. Just say that. I just want them to be like, we like racism. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes. I saw a tweet. It was like, I feel bad for the onion. They don't even have, they can't even compete with the real headlines. They can't. <laughs> it's like, 
Honestly, I can't imagine that. You saw you saw um you saw that duo up there in that in that White House is, is getting a Nobel Peace Prize. Anything is possible. Day by day, day by day, it reveals to me that wow, God really gave y'all free will. What a nominated for Nobel Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, I can't even say it. It don't even sound because right it don't because it, your brain is not letting you. It doesn't <laughs> make sense for a Nobel Peace Prize. I said by who? Satan? Lucifer? Yes, probably. I didn't know he, I didn't know he can make nominations. He is working overtime. I just want Satan with his ashy knees to simply take a break. Ashy knees and halitosis because I feel like <laughs> it's just too and much. Go. Ego and gangrene. <laughs> what else? Oh, this <laughs> I just feel like I feel like it would be less of a slap in the face. And I know that sounds like extreme, like Katie. Well, first of all, y'all already really do say I like racism because it shows in every facet of everything. We have all these discussions and y'all wanting all these panels and y'all wanting y'all all of this and y'all all of that. And then the wave pass is back to business as usual. Your, your CEO, still white. Your head of the board, still white. Your orchestra, white. Everything is incredibly performative. I don't understand like why y'all... I don't understand why y'all don't just be like, yeah, we really, you know, we really like white supremacy. Like, you know what really gets me going in the morning? A program that says Beethoven, Haydn, and Mozart. Back to back. What a rush. Just say that. Just say that. We will save so much time. And then it's just like, you blackies just get in line or find something else. What a, it would save time and that's not every and it's like my the Jamaicans have a saying it's like I threw I threw corn but I didn't tell any crows to pick it up if this doesn't, if this doesn't apply to your organization it doesn't apply to your organization because I know the organization that I'm attached to it doesn't apply to oh like if the because, shit is, feel free to wear it yeah because it's like we're playing we're playing um a, a Coleridge Taylor fantasy that's what my question was playing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, obviously, like, there are organizations who whatever, but it's like you have the people at the top with, like, the biggest voices who just don't care. They're just like, I'm, it's really, like, it's really disheartening to see. And and another thing is, like, you know, like we were going over, like, you have people in there who are actually doing the work, which this goes back to an episode a couple a couple of weeks ago that we, we were talking about how this change is not going to be comfortable. So y'all might as well just get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, and you have someone who is, who was there, um, and being, being mindful and doing things the right way. And then you do him dirty, but then y'all want to turn around and expect other black people to do the work for you. Like it's like, a, it's like a vicious cycle really, mm-hmm. because it's like when, when it's in, and cool to to be inclusive and they're like okay so we could bring this black artist in and we can consult this black person and and we, and we gotta hire this this black uh uh staff person and and we're inclusive and then that person shakes the table and then all of a sudden it's thank you for your services because they just want the black person there like they just y'all want that's black all people, they want y'all want a black body in there doing the yep. same thing that y'all was doing before that's not that's not inclusion that's not equity equity it's not 
like because like, people oh go ahead Mm-mm, go ahead no i was just i was just gonna reiterate what you were saying about the structures like that's how they get you they will be like well then we're following the rules okay but well, what are the rules because some of y'all rules are stupid yeah so <laughs> like and it's like i wasn't in those conversations with garrett obviously in his and his part in his his personnel but it's like he he's trying to program more composers of color and black composers and it's like well, you know, we have a ratio where it has to be 80% Beethoven and we only really got that 1%. So, you know, and it's like in, in any of these situations, it, it never occurred to you to be like, okay, let's take a closer look at like what what our programming guidelines are. Thank you. Like that's that's what it, that's really what needs to happen because y'all do so. I don't think people are realizing how deep something like this goes you know like you have to actually look at the nitty-gritty the 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 common practices of your organization it's not just about your artistic output it's how you treat Mm -hmm. your employees it's how it's how you write your what what is your employee handbook look like you know like what are the things that you are making them do or telling them not to Mm -hmm. do also i mean Honestly, it can seem really overwhelming because that just reminded me that, like, almost every single facet of classical music needs to be revamped. Because it's like, if you even think about, like, why are these why are these pieces held in such high regard? Like, think about your audition to Eastman, a school that loves to claim how diverse they are. And my only requirement, Bach was mandatory. A concerto was whatever, uh, whatever, mandatory sonata mandatory and then they had like a piece written after like 1993 or something like that that would have been that have been a perfect opportunity to be like anybody but a white person any old body this like it's every your your all state excerpts your recital requirements y'all don't even challenge these people to play anything besides the same people so it's like when it gets to it starts from the ground up. So when you get to something like when you get to something like um, public radio, it's like of co- of course though there are program requirements because that's that's what it all it's all working together. And I just I feel like this we gonna we gonna get a little a little into the weeds a little bit because I was listening to, I was listening to Triloquy the other day, and they were talking about that whole thing with the um, with the cal- the the firefighters or whatever like the prisoners in california are um fighting fires for like four dollars a day Mm -hmm. risking their lives and stuff and um and garrett was like well you know me i'm you know i'm on the abolition tip like open up the jails and i feel like that kind of that reminded me of like we were talking about this the other day when i was like anything can be criminalized anything can be made into a rule anything you know like and that's how mm-hmm. they punish people for doing things that are t- completely and totally normal and that's right. in life and then that's also in this situation because mm-hmm. y'all have talk about oh, the rules the rules anything could be printed on paper and be a rule anything that does not mean that the rules are reasonable the rules are equitable that doesn't mean exactly so like what y'all want to y'all likes yeah oh my gosh yeah performative is is the word 
And also, what really makes me angry, like going back to the thing that like the city, the city is literally in flames around him, and y'all expect him to like ignore it, go and along with the okie doke. Like that, that's very telling. And that reminded me, I think I was telling you earlier, I started to tell you earlier about this YouTube video I was watching. It was just, there's this black lady that's in that lives in Brooklyn, and she's very rich. She owns a she owns a huge brownstone, it's like four levels or something like that, and. If you want to rent it, you know, it's like $10,000 a month if you would like to um, go ahead and do that. And, and if um, you're doing that, please donate to Classically Black Podcast. Yes, please. And she she was careful to, like, keep some of the old charm of the of the establishment, of the of the house. So, like, she, uh, the original fire, some of the original fireplaces are still there, just, like, restored and stuff like that. And in her in one in one period in one of her um foyer things like leading up to i guess you only have one foyer but you know what i mean one of her little areas that leads up to the stairs she has um she has like a, a restored fireplace or whatever and then she has like um two vases and in the in the vases are 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 cotton it's cotton and the person was like, the realtor was like, oh, like, can you explain like what, what this is about? And she was like, um, she was like, yeah, I restored this because I wanted to keep the old charm, but I also wanted to put a reminder to myself that while this house was built, like my people were in chains. And it's like, y'all want black people to ignore so much things and just like do what y'all want. It's like, imagine like this man was murdered and you want him to play a Haydn symphony. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And that's why, you know, you have people feeling as though there's no effort to be relevant or relatable. Um, because y'all really exclude what a lot of people, you exclude a lot of people by ignoring what they are going through and things that are applicable to them, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, because that's one thing that really was, uh, had had me looking at classical music sideways when I was sitting in music history and I was like, yo, we are talking about all of this and, and, you know, and and Mozart, he, he liked the Mm -hmm. ladies and he, he was a ladies man (laughs) while my people were, uh, in chains being yeah. brutalized like and we're just completely like just ignoring that yeah. it doesn't matter like that like and it's like there that oh my gosh like i don't know like there, there's like historical context you know mm-hmm. like a like history class you know like there are um black composers who you can teach and who you can mm-hmm. um who who wrote many many a composition um related to uh related to what black people were going through and um related to just black culture in general and it's like y'all choose to ignore it or y'all choose to criminalize it when is the last first of all i would love to know i would love to know when was the last time a black composer was played on npr before garrett was hired I bet you was embarrassing. I, I'm sure it is embarrassing. <laughs> I bet you was embarrassing. Pathetic. Abysmal. What else? <laughs> I mean, at this point, it's just really, I'm like, it's just really. The more you know, it's kind of like 
the more you you learn about classical music, like you just have to really try hard not to hate it. And not it's not even just it's not even just classical music. I guess well, I guess anything in in this world, because it's like they really just hate us. And I just want y'all to say that, <laughs> because then then we'll then we don't have to guess, and then we don't have to like be like, oh, I wonder. Oh, this is this looks promising, and this is great. Like, just be like, yeah, you know what? I really hate y'all. Oh my god. Ugh. I wish y'all nothing but the worst. Y'all should have stayed in chains. <clears throat> I feel like it would be way. It will be way less. It will be way, and that might sound dramatic, but it really isn't because it's. It would be way less disrespectful. Because yeah, and and that's the things like people. People think if you're not up the KKK rally, and you know, and, and I've never killed a black person before. Like you know, like <laughs> <laughs> they, think, they think if like that's just it. Like I can't be racist, and and, and but it's like if you you see black people being murdered, right up the street from where he at. And he's just supposed to not acknowledge that. And just anybody in general. Just anybody in general because they be mad at, at the people who are who are protesting and um and uprising. They're like, Well, you know, I, I, I don't hate black people and I don't wish da, 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 da. but y'all y'all don't feel no type of way when somebody goes into a crowd and is shooting protesters. Or when somebody is driving into a crowd and running over protesters, and you're all oh, where well, they had it coming, or oh, where well, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have this, they shouldn't have that. But the blame is never placed on people who's who, whose actual fault it is, and that is also a form of violence. Really, living in the purge, like or the or the Hunger Games, I can't tell which one. And that's how people that's how people try to justify to themselves. They think, oh well, I didn't I didn't kill any black people, so. But you're okay with seeing us being killed. And you want us to shut up about it. Right. So, like, I mean, sounds like accomplice to me. But. And it just get, I'm, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse because, f- like, I think we're starting to see, like, the manifestation of the of this stuff. But it's like, it started, it started with y'all still programming Wagner. It started with whatever that thing we're gonna talk about in that uh, that future episode with with the music theory stuff. It it starts with then it was y'all y'all been new Steve Reich if you didn't know what's his name yeah. his name is Steve Reich right mm-hmm. he I mean every time his name came up in music I was already tapped out Sweetie said tap in I said tap out um, <laughs> okay <laughs> like every time we get to that that part of my music history is always fuzzy. Um, cause I just simply don't care. Um, y'all knew he was problematic when he was talking about the blacks, this, and the blacks are out of control and it just keeps, it will, it will, the, someone said it, I don't know who, but uh, I mean, a lot of people have been saying this, but like the line keeps moving like, and that is in every facet of everything that we have going on in this country, in this world, the line of like what y'all can do and what y'all say and what y'all get away with um keeps moving and it's it's simply racism because it's like when you when you program Wagner and you don't think it's racist the thing that makes it racist is the fact that you 
that his his racism isn't a deal breaker for you, which makes you racist. When y'all program Steve Reich, Third Reich, you know, I feel like that is that is the okay. Um, it's not by mistake. Um, when you program him, his racism and his ideologies aren't a deal breaker, which makes you racist. So it's like you can't you can't see that, and it's it's a problem. That's very and I don't know how we gonna fix it because you don't have black people in charge and make it up so, because you're too busy, you're too busy, um, trying to fit an audience. You trying to you trying to uh, program to your donors? Guess what? Your donors can't go nowhere, nowhere now anyway. They all at risk for the that's vid. A, that's a very so what you finna do? Okay. <laughs> it was like I was I was starting every time I started. You would start like that time. Remember that time we was in your your kitchen and I was trying to talk to you, and I would every time I turned around, you would go the other way. (laughs) (laughs) It was like like, y'all like if you trying to go one way and and you guys keep like every time I would turn around and talk to Katie, she would be she was moving around doing stuff, and I was uh, and it got to the point where I had turned around like like four times in a row, at least four times. Yeah. (laughs) But that's a very difficult concept for people to understand. It's like you that someone's racism, someone's homophobia, someone's transphobia not being a deal breaker for you makes you what they are. Exactly. Like, well, you know, I don't I I don't hate gay people and I don't think that they don't deserve the same rights as us, but all my friends do, and that's fine by me. Like, what? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. You know my boyfriend's homophobic, but I try to tell him. You try to tell him what that you also are homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> like you try to tell him me too, honey. <laughs> right? Like if it's thing not a deal, common. if it's not a deal breaker for you, you are that. But hey, I don't know, girl. I don't know. It's getting very. Exhausting. <laughs> Existing in this space. It's like I don't even know. I feel like we need like a black people summit. I don't even know. We gotta have a we gotta we gotta have some type of meeting with all the blacks. I could say the blacks because I'm black, but just a side <laughs> note. <laughs> Please don't say yeah. blacks if you're not black. <laughs> That's not an invitation. You gotta say it like like as a joke. As a joke. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, like blacks, and it just sounds so so nasty and yeah. hateful. Cause you know what they really mean, <laughs> right? You know what they—they they, that's a filler word. You know what they wish they could say. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, the blacks—we need—we need some type of meeting. We got to figure out what we gonna do. Cause at this point, I mean, I've largely—you know—I do on the show talk about stuff like this, um, issues and stuff because it's like a safe space but i have largely um transcended past having conversations like this with white people to be completely honest just because like i saw a post that 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 summed it up pretty well it was just like when you're in a conversation that you are emotionally invested in and like it has real like stakes for you and it doesn't for someone else like they are Mm -hmm. not going to tire out it's just 
you know who cares for them yeah you know mm-hmm. like there's nothing on the line which is why when people are like well they shouldn't be they shouldn't be causing all this unrest and they shouldn't be rioting and and you shouldn't be I killing mean, us you sound dumb what like i don't understand what's not it's like y'all y'all are perfectly fine with the please sir maybe please have some justice will you will you please stop murdering us you're okay with us doing that well first of all this ain't asked nicely like we ain't ever done that before how long have black people been here there's been nothing accomplished in history nicely like that part was it not was it not y'all grandparents that um killed all them indigenous people that wasn't y'all meemaws that was nice genocide like and and so y'all are first of all ignoring history because that wasn't y'all to y'all throwing the harbor so (laughs) and um and second of all y'all say oh well you guys should just do it peacefully and you guys just need to ask for when first of all that that totally discredits your opinion to me because that tells me that you know nothing of the movement you know how many um organizations have been organizing on behalf of of black people's civil rights Mm -hmm. for like a century and more and then some like are you kidding so it's like you are asking us to ask nicely but how many black people are going are we going to have to see murdered between now and whenever they decide to give us what we want which is going to be never because the thing the people that you are protesting are never going to be like you know what y'all really waited it out we're done (laughs) (laughs) i admire your patience as we murdered your family members right in front of your face and for that i promise not to murder any more of you guys like what that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen you really gotta be like you really gotta control your thoughts because you really see like okay so there's all this stuff going on the nation has been turned on its face um you know george floyd I mean, Aubrey, like all these people and the people in in Kenosha still shot that man seven times in front of his kids. Normally, I feel like when you see someone else get in trouble for something, you are more inclined not to do it. Like I don't have siblings, but I show watch some of my cousins get whoopings. I'm like, you know what? That seemed like if I do that, I don't want to do that. Y'all. And it's like, it's the same thing. Like you see all these police officers like everywhere doing all this t- terrible, hateful things. And like, y'all don't care about it. So I just, it's like hard to be like, it's hard to, to envision like what, what change would look like. You really got to tr- try to keep your mind from going there. Cause it's like, I, I, for one, like I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be the bearer of bad news, but I simply just don't see how we are going to. <laughs> y'all really built this junk on hatred so i mean hmm and i will continue to say that like i don't think y'all realize (laughs) i don't think y'all I watched a little GIF video thing. I don't know. It was like four seconds 
of what the United States used to look like and then colonization, like how all the, all the little states formed and how all these huge territories and huge groups of people just went, just evaporated. <laughs> hmm. I mean, good luck, y'all. I will be leaving this country, so. Um, Peace. Y'all be easy. <laughs> right. Y'all be easy. <laughs> I'm nah, I'm a, I'm I'm trying not to lose my faith. I'm I think um something positive to say. Um about here. I mean, I know that they're listen, like <laughs> not as not as scraping. <laughs> I know. It's like I know that there are there are certainly certain certain luxuries that we used to enjoy here because now we can't come out of the house so um certain luxuries in this country i i get that but also it's like can you even do that when it's like everywhere you might get murdered like not even just by police but also just by random people you know like like girl I was, I was on uh I saw this tweet and this dude was like um I was driving with my my music not even loud and he like not like not like bass bumping but like not loud enough and instead instead of um instead of getting like a warning or like a a noise whatever he got a noise ordinance or whatever he got um disorderly conduct which is a, like a felony what? or something girl and it said on his record for seven years y'all be stretching stretching Dis- disorderly conduct yeah all right well Listen, I feel like okay. I do want to. I do want to add a positive note because I feel like there's already enough doom and gloom going on. So, I will say the good news is there are organizations who actually do care about black people and that are doing the work, and you can actually see what they're doing. Want to end on a positive note? Um, yeah, but one I do want to say. Um, I mean, if you haven't heard of Triloquy, if you don't listen to Triloquy, um, it's a independent uh project, completely independent of um. American public media now so um it's uh hosted and produced by Garrett and his co-host Scott Blankenship and um yeah I will link their their website and stuff and you can donate to them um on triloquy.org that's a great way to uh support Garrett right now because the white folks left him out to dry so and don't care about it what they say talking about we wish him the best oh how do y'all and they said they support his endeavor boy <laughs> okay me pushing you off a cliff i support your endeavors <laughs> what they say they said your efforts to land safely like, what in we a are pandemic pro- in a pandemic in a pandemic i freak you are in a whole pandemic <clears throat> talking about we are proud of the programming we delivered with Garrett. First of all, y'all didn't deliver. He did. Exactly. And the powerful experience. And, and also experience. the programming that y'all let him go over. Exactly. Y'all so eh. 
we continue to support his efforts to increase because we know y'all not support y'all don't support that <laughs> so <laughs> that was <laughs> <those>, right <laughs> we we got tired of that that blacky black stuff he was talking we about so support his efforts from afar th- that was perfectly <laughs> worded we continue to support his efforts to increase diversity and inclusion um in classical music and wish him all the best in his next steps y'all choke okay like <laughs> Uh. Yes, his efforts to increase diversity and inclusion because y'all wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole, would you? And forget about equity. To like, just so full of it. That was that was a terrible response. Yeah, and I'll be they'll be getting an email from me. Yeah, I would just. I would, That's what I'm gonna do. do. Also, I'm a link. I'm gonna put their email to, um, if y'all want to write to them. Because, oh yeah, write to them. Um. I'm, I'm, I will be writing to them. <laughs> and it's like, everybody, Jennifer Hickton was in the comments like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Who am I writing right. to? Because imagine getting an email from Jennifer Hickton pissed. <laughs> Period, sis. That's how you do it, okay? That's what needs to happen. I saw Anthony McGill in the comments. Yes, those are the people who who need to... <laughs> Delaney? Delaney? What? Those are the only two people I saw. There was someone else though. Delaney. There was one other person if you want. Oh, you want to say who it was? That's your friend, so. Oh. (laughs) Jesus is my only friend. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we have to be careful. Never mind, Katie. Don't say that. Okay. Well, yeah. I will make sure to link all of that in the um, description of this episode. Please support whether if you can't, you know, if you can't donate, then stream. If you can't stream, well, if you stream this, you can stream that. So right, even <laughs> um, if you even if you leave it, like you can do a thing where you go you go to bed, you you stream all the episodes. Like just let it run, add them to your queue. But the, the thing about Gary, like everybody loves Gary, you know what I'm saying? Gary has been, you've heard Gary's voice on only once, wait, did we did we air his thing on there? We were on Triloquy. Yeah, we were on Triloquy twice. He was on here once. Yeah, like you've heard Gary's name and voice on this show. Like Gary is in, is going to be fine. Like he, he got plenty of people. He's in good hands. The hands of the blacks because... <laughs> He will land on his own two feet, trust mm-hmm. Yeah, and they will, oh, they're going to be so sorry. Because I'm really about to cuss them out for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I feel bad because I know the person reading my email would not be responsible for this. But, oh, well. <laughs> I want them to, I feel like the next couple of weeks, because that's why they had to release a statement. Because you, you know they wasn't finna say nothing. They weren't finna say nothing. Yeah. I, I wish them nothing but the worst. Long walk off a short pier. <laughs> That's a favorite of mine. But you know what? You know how you, all this stuff. I was how it ends. It's gonna be Garrett Public Media Group in a in a in a minute. It's only. Period. You know, yeah. you see how Tyler Tyler Perry's a billionaire now. Now we going. Now we going to record at uh at Gary McQueen Studios. Period. Exactly on the form on the former lot in Memphis. On the former nah or uh, well yeah he got a campus here but on the former lot of American Public Media Group. 
<laughs> I want to see that. And we shall. Yep. Thunder fire punish you. Wow. I hope it's scratching every one of y'all CDs. Are we doing this again? Okay. <laughs> We did that best for that for that lady at, at Austin Symphony. Well, who was at Austin Symphony? She'll be back. You <laughs> <laughs> said they really fired that lady. Yeah. Come on, really after this. Come on. Well, they did. They gonna wait for us. They gonna wait for us to forget. Black people are like elephants. We will never forget. <laughs> they probably put her on sabbatical. I want to see the papers that they fired that lady. Yeah, look, they're going to quietly add her back. Ah, ah. <laughs> no, no. Sneaky wikis. But yeah, I hope there's a scratch on every one of their CDs. I hope they always have a, a network interruption. Mm. What else? I don't know nothing about no radio. Yeah, I was just about to say, I don't know nothing about radio. I can't think of nothing. But yeah. Know. Whatever, whatever, whatever yeah, could go wrong. Buttons. I hope. Actually, you know what? I hope somebody switches the buttons. The one, the part that says what they do. I hope they switch them all so they all do something different. <laughs> <laughs> there was something. There was. There was. Oh, okay. So on um on Twitter, this girl she found something that looked like an eyelash extension on her bed, which she don't wear them it's in her board. So she was like, "Y'all, is this an eyelash?" Cause she don't know where it came from. And somebody was like, "Put mash, put instant mashed potato powder on his lawn so when it rains, he gotta clean it up." <laughs> and then someone said, "Someone said, um, dump a bunch of rubber bands on his in his driveway. You can't sweep them up. You gotta pick them up individually." <laughs> <laughs> yup. If y'all if you live in Minnesota, if you live going in the right Twin Cities, going right over there with some rubber bands, we will send you a box of rubber bands. I will send you. I will personally go to Aldi and ship them to you. Matter of fact, I'll drop it off. Actually, nah, because the maintenance staff, they're going to have to clean it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Do it on their front lawn, individual. Yeah, we'll find a way. Mm-hmm. Hope all your, I hope all your broadcasts got echoes in it from here on out. Period. Period. Thus said the Lord. Y'all gonna regret this I can't wait Right Now they begging him To come back at Three times his salary So Still not enough Not enough Didn't really deserve him In the first place But Didn't I digress We'll be here all day So Yeah we were a couple, There were a couple people We gonna play about Garrett one of the people Garrett one of them Yeah I wish I'd try this again we the classic black puts a hoax on any. I bet you that lady. I bet you her her little thing thing did fall out. Her little slide thing. Not her okay. thing thing. What's it called? That's, yeah, that's what they said in brass methods. Uh uh-uh, uh, now you coming from me like that? <laughs> I said brass methods seven years ago. <laughs> okay, but, but yeah, slide, yeah. Katie. <laughs> 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 you almost went with it. You're like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> All right, y'all. 
it's time for Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week I'm talking about Adrian Gordon. Adrian is an active composer, performer, and music educator living in Miami, Florida. Mr. Gordon currently serves as the orchestra director at Westminster Christian School in Palmetto Bay, Florida. He received his BA in music from the University of Miami and his master's degree in music education at Florida International University. In addition to teaching, Mr. Gordon is the founder of Leap Year Music Publishing, which publishes string music for elementary, middle, and high school ensembles. Um, Mr. Gordon's compositions appear on the Florida and Georgia Orchestra Association Music Performance Assessment List, and his compositions are distributed. Why did I say it like that? Distributed <laughs> through J.W. Pepper and have been performed throughout the United States. So um, this, I was talking to Amare. That's where I got this inspiration for this um, Black Excellence, and because I was talking about how you know the the middle school elementary middle school rep really be like competitive like you gonna you gonna play the same you gonna play dragon hunter you gonna play fiddles on fire you gonna play like there's certain stuff you gonna play the jump by suny Nebold. like there are people who have the game on lock you gonna play vortex but like there's not really a lot of at all really any black composers who are champion at this level and he was like, ah, 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 Adrian Gordon, he got a whole bunch of stuff. So I'm going to link his website. If you are a music educator, play his stuff before you whip out Dragon Hunter. Sis, let that piece go, okay? <laughs> let Dragon Hunter go. I know it's cute to teach the girls E minor, but, like, you really got to let it go. You really got to let Dragon Hunter go. And that goes for Dragon Dances, okay? Oh, dragon Dances. <laughs> <laughs> okay there's other stuff to be to be played and to be learned okay so i'm gonna link his website go buy his stuff and it's right over there on jdb pepper so you shouldn't have no problem with your administration and your little budget okay 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 um but yeah shout out to adrian got a piece of the week i do my piece this week is three pieces for violin and piano that's by dorothy rudd moore um yeah, we're looking in the description. I didn't know. Isn't she still alive? Oh, for real? Yeah, I didn't know that. Oops. I didn't know that either. Come on on the show. Right. Period. I'm going to have to be like, Auntie, so a podcast is. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, she probably know what Zoom is. Probably going to church on Zoom. Probably. Bible study at least. All right, let's end this before it shuts off again. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellent suggestion, or a new co-host suggestion, send it to classicallyblackpodcast at gmail.com, and we will talk to y'all next week. Say bye, Delaney. Delaney, the show is over. What do you mean by that? The show is over, Delaney. We can talk about it later. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye.